Welcome to 12-Minute Talks, where important information is shared in a short time period. Learn from other business owners, entrepreneurs, and experts about what they do to help you find solutions to everyday topics in 12 minutes or less. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the 12-Minute Talks podcast. I'm excited to have with us today Kimra Major Morris. She's a top-rated attorney, provides personalized services to facilitate the ownership protection and profitability of copyrights, trademarks, and trade secrets. Today, she'll be talking about brand protection. Kimra, thank you so much for being on today. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, so this is an interesting topic, especially with um, everybody going virtual and everything. It's important um, to have these things in place. And so before we get started, and what you want to talk about today. Why don't you tell us a little bit about you and how you got started as a lawyer? Oh my gosh. So <laughs> I am originally from Delaware, um, grew up along the East Coast. I've lived in the DC area, Virginia area, Miami, Atlanta, New York. I've been a bunch of places, um, you know, mostly because my parents moved us around a lot growing up. But when I got to Florida, I um, started a music career. So I started off actually as a hip hop artist, which was a lot of fun. Um, and then I became a mom. Thankfully, while I was uh, pursuing my music career, I was still in school. So I graduated from FIU. My, I graduated with um, a degree in broadcast journalism and um, mainly wanted to focus on video editing. So my segue from the music industry was to be a video editor to stay close to the creative community. Um, and so that lasted for a little while. I moved to Atlanta, I worked for CNN. Um, I also worked for Bobby Brown's music record company while he was there. And, um, you know, I stayed close to the music industry. Mm -hmm. After several years of working in production, I tried to really look forward to see if I thought I could sustain myself and, and really live the lifestyle that I wanted to live on a production budget. Uh, it required a lot of traveling. I used to travel through the airports with my production equipment, my tripod, my camera, mm -hmm. all that stuff. And I just could not see myself 20 years down the line doing that. And so, yeah. I, so I pivoted, I went back to school when I was 37, I decided to go to school and then pursue a career as an entertainment attorney initially. But when I, I'm in the Orlando area, when I got here, um, I realized it's just not, there's Disney, but most of Disney's attorneys are in California. Um, okay. So there, because there wasn't a whole lot of entertainment activity here, then I began to focus on the needs of the business community where copyrights and trademarks were concerned and so that's how i got into intellectual property law but have been practicing for 11 years and focused on representing business owners and a lot of brands in the entertainment and sports space awesome so that's a real interesting background i wasn't expecting all of that <laughs> so you you lived it seems what they call the dmv right um <laughs> <laughs> New York, Miami, a whole bunch of places, and then, you know, went to college. But, you know, from hip-hop artist to video production to now um, an attorney, I think it, it's great for a lot of people out there that might be looking to transition careers to realize that it's never too late to do that, right? Like, you're not stuck doing what you picked to do when you were 20 or, or whatever, right? Um, right. The, the case might be. Yeah. And then... Within the, 
within becoming a lawyer, you also had to transition right from entertainment law, which is what you thought you were going to do, to then um, copyright and branding. So wh why don't we switch gears and talk a little bit about that? Because I feel like there's a lot in that world, right? Like, do I get a trademark? Do I get a copyright? Um, that, that type of stuff. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what you help businesses solve? Help business owners protect their brand identity, which is akin to our personal identity. So we all know about identity theft when it comes to our credit and things being affected. But what happens when someone is out there impersonating your business? What do you do? And so a lot of us are virtual right now. So if someone else has your social media handle, handle or they're using a similar logo to yours to sell or promote similar products or services, then that's, that's trademark. Um, those are trademark issues and potentially trademark infringement. Um, right. Also, with the copyright stuff, you know, I think most of us are familiar with that too. When we post a song, uh, nowadays it gets yanked and, uh, you know, we get a message that says you don't own the rights to this and then they'll just show the video of you dancing with no music, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, right, right. So those are copyright issues. So I help business owners identify their intellectual property assets, which are most of the time some of the business's most valuable assets. So your business name is, of course, huge because that's how the public is going to recognize you. Um, your content, most every business owner has a trademark, whether, that, whether it's registered or not, because you're using your business name to sell products and services, and you're using a, maybe a logo or slogan to, to identify your brand in association with certain goods and services. So that that's all interesting uh, stuff that you're talking about because it, you, we see it all the time in social media, right? Like, oh, they stole my, that, that's my video and that's my song and, and all that stuff. But when should a business owner reach out to you when somebody has used their, their logo, let's say, or should they do this before? Um, well, ideally, I, would, I want people to find me before they are in fire mode, right? So in the beginning, when people first come up with a name that they think is exciting for their businesses is a good time to reach out to me because then I can help you to confirm that the name you've chosen is not already taken, that you're not going to be accused of trademark infringement. Um, a lot of times what people do is they go on the state website, uh, Division of Corporations here in Florida, it's sundiz.org. Mm -hmm. You go on sundiz and you look up a name that you want to use and it looks like it's available then a lot of times that's the only searching you do and you move forward with naming your business, with going and get the business cards made up, doing your website. And a lot of times, unfortunately, the name that you have found that's available in the state is not necessarily available outside of the state. And so you would only know that by having a comprehensive trademark search done for you. So you could be infringing on someone else's rights, but the state of Florida is not going to be responsible because they have a big disclaimer um, on there that says we're not responsible for any infringement. They're only giving you permission to do business under that name in Florida, but not necessarily giving you any assurance that you're not committing trademark infringement. Right. That, that sounds like Florida. You know, it's not our responsibility. All the states, <laughs> all the states they do that. And so, yeah. But um, that's a step. So trademark searches are important to do at the very beginning when you're first starting your business to make sure you can actually own it. 
Um, and then, of course, the copyright services, once you have content that you can protect, you know, for my creative clients, that could be songs, it could be um, copy on your website, it could be graphics, it could be a number. This seems like a lot of different components, right? Like you're talking about copyright and trademarks, and to me, it's like a lot. So, but is this like something that you offer like in a package so that people can know, okay, I got this package, so it comes with all of this and, you know, I'm not missing anything? Absolutely. And so you got the trademark packages. I have my prices listed on my website. Um, the name of my firm is Major Morris Law, as you said. Um, and so I, but I go over all of these things with clients. There's an educational component to my services, which I take pride in. I was, I taught at Full Sail before I became an attorney. I enjoyed teaching. Mm -hmm. um, so I, there's a whole overview that I give to clients to make sure they understand this. You know, I try to break it down. The C is for creative content. You know, that's your copyright stuff. And whenever you hear the word trademark, you should automatically think of your brand or your products and services in association with your brand name. Um, so there are packages that I offer. But for the most part, I assist business owners after they tell me a little bit about their businesses. We do what, what I call an IP audit. We basically go through a checklist to find out what it is they have that's protectable in this space. Awesome. And, and so a very tailored service, it seems. Um, and, and Kimra, tell me a little bit about what's something that sets you apart from maybe other intellectual property attorneys out there. Well, as I mentioned, I have a background as a creative um, professional. And so there's one thing. But in addition to that, I grew up, my mom's a retired teacher. So I, I, I thought I would never say this, but I truly do love teaching. <laughs> so I take a lot of um, time with clients answering questions and making sure they get it. Because the bigger goal for me is to educate people, particularly people in my community, about protecting intellectual property because it it's the key in many ways to generational wealth so just like we have real estate you know this is a piece of property you're going to register it you're going to leave it in your estate planning documents you know it's something you can pass along to your kids but if you never registered it you can't control what happens to it online or in any other space and so it's really important that i help people protect things that are connected to their god-given talents and a lot of times or the, the financial flow that will protect generations to come. Yeah, that, that's key. And like I always say, knowledge is power, not me, but you know, the saying, yeah. <laughs> knowledge is power, you know? And um, yeah, people need to be able to make an informed decision, right? And it's not just, here's a package and this is what it comes with. Like you're not Perfect. selling, you know, a, a pair of shoes or something like that, right? So it's no, important it, that, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you're right, but going back to knowledge, you can't protect what you don't know you have. And so, you know, it, it's some, sometimes it takes a professional to help you to identify those things and then give you some guidance as to, you know, what the priority should be. You know, do this first, you know, not, maybe not worry about this yet, but then, so it's, it's something I really enjoy. Yeah, and, and it, it definitely comes through. Um, you know, I always say, don't go based on what your family member or your friend went through, right? Because your case is always different than anybody else's. So reach out to a professional like Kimra, who, who dedicates all her time to this, you know, um, and can certainly guide you. 
So, Akimra, where, where can somebody reach out to you if they have questions about um, their intellectual property? Please visit my website so you can learn a little bit about these things, uh, majormorrislaw.com. That's M-H-A-O-R-M-O-R-R-I-S-L-A-W.com. Or if that's too much, you can find me on Instagram at Kimra E-S-Q, K-I-M-R-A-E-S-Q. Awesome. And like always, I will have all of the links down below so that anybody listening or watching to the video or watching the video can easily click on the links and, and follow Kimra. And I just wanted to quickly introduce myself for those of you that don't know who I am. My name's Lorena Tomasini, and I'm the owner of Mom Life and Health Insurance Agency, where together with my mom, we help other families and business owners with their financial protection needs all done digitally. Kimra, it's been great having you on today's episode. It's been a lot of valuable information. And I do have um, one last question for you. What would you say is a good productivity tip? Oh, my goodness. Well, time blocking. You know, I, I sometimes it's tempting to just roll over and look at my phone. But, you know, setting a time as to when I'm actually going to look at my phone, because nine times out of 10, there's going to be something to respond to and to avoid skipping the workout because I got distracted or something else that is important. So, you know, it's, it's essential to, to work in time blocks. Definitely. That, that's some great advice. Kimra, it's been great having you on. Is there anything else you would like to add today? I would just like to thank you again for having me on to even uh, put it on people's radar to protect their intellectual property. I appreciate it. Thank awesome. you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this podcast and hope you will listen to the next one. I'm Lorena Tomasini and you can contact me via email life at malmins.com. Make it a great day.